The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hey, it's Chris Jericho. You're listening to the Rough House Podcast featuring the sexiest beast in all of Maryland and surrounding areas, the illustrious Chris. And Marty. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast courtesy of the Realm Network here at the Rough House where black people and white people watch wrestling and Hispanic people too and all people. Hi, everybody. Hey, guys. Welcome. Yes, it's the Rough House Podcast. I am Marty. I am Christoph, and yeah. I have a problem. Yeah, you, you do. You seriously have a problem. As, <laughs> as we were discussing before we uh, went on the air, or rather started recording, depending yeah, on how you look at accurate. it, yeah. um, uh, Christoph was telling me how recently he purchased a, a Funko Pop for uh, a not, uh, not s- terribly reasonable sum of money. Simply to complete his series of pops from The Hobbit. <laughs> look, look, okay. I, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm an addict. I, okay? I understand that. And I'm also a completionist, which I, is two very bad yeah, things to yeah, combine in the world of collecting. So, um, yeah, look, I'm not. I'm not proud of it, man. I'm not. I'm not. But it, it's okay. It, it's. I don't. I, I. I can't justify it. I can't. I. I really have no justification for it. I, maybe this is a cry for help. I don't know. Um. I've narrowed down what licenses I'm collecting, but they seem to be zeroing in on those licenses and <laughs> and, and really cranking out the content well, for them. I. I will say it could be worse based on what I saw today. Uh, it seems the '80s sitcom market is very strong in the Funko world, as they just announced. Yeah, the announced married with children yeah, one. Children. Yeah, what a what an odd choice. Uh, but I guess we're gonna get Bud Bundy through the years, considering that first one has a killer mullet. Yeah, I don't really care. The only one that I would kind of want to want out of that uh, collection is um, Allen is Polk High football uniform. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he, he scored four touchdowns in a single game. It's he legendary. Did. He did. It's so, uh, but I'm I'm cutting myself off of new licenses, so I probably won't even get that. So I I, I do Lord of the Rings. I do Potter. Uh, and WWE and Scott Pilgrim. Those are those are those your are four. Those, those are the, the watchers. Watch and then you know, I mean, obviously the New Japan wrestling wrestling. I'll just say wrestling because now there's not just WWE pops. Yes, um, those are that's that's where I'm I'm drawing the line in the sand. For now. I'm, I'm selling my Marvels. I'm selling my Star Wars. I'm selling Ninja Turtles and all that shit. They're all they're all getting out of here. So uh, 
So yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying, bud, the, the Hobbit movies were not very good. I'm aware of this. Yeah. I, you I could have missed the theaters, and you, I'm like, this is terrible. As, at Lord of the Rings, but instead you had, had to continue on with it. It's the... It's it's all encompassing, man. Yeah, much much the way last week after Raw, we could have just left it with the Shield being an awesome face trio and and all that. Uh, I I gotta say, look back at last week, I was saying, wow, Raw ended really really great, really really excited about mm-hmm. what they're gonna do with the Shield, and I said SmackDown, uh, kind of have a big problem with the whole Becky Lynch thing. I know we always like to say on here that they listen. Uh, <laughs> it seems like. You don't. Well, it, I was going to say, it seems to me they're half listening. I think yeah. Road Dog is half deaf or something. Somebody who, who is passing this up the line only heard half of what we said because on the SmackDown side, they improved that. On the yes. Raw side, they made that worse. But before we get into that, Chris, did you know yes. that this week was an incredible week in the abuse of children in professional wrestling? I was aware of this because Twitter, wrestling Twitter, lost its mind over Superfan Izzy taking a choke slam in well, a uh, exhibition match. Well, before we get into Izzy, because that's Wait, a another thing. I heard. Yeah, Impact killed a kid on oh. the show last week. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's Impact. So, Come on. I understand Mickey James picked, pushed somebody in front of a moving train uh, a year and a half ago. Um, so they're not, uh, you know, they've run over a kid. This is the way that they're building stakes for those who missed it. This is the way they're building stakes for the LAX versus the OGs feud as the new LAX battles, the old LAX. Uh, they had a kid get run down by a car and in one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in professional wrestling, the last shot of the vignette. Oh, the POV shot. Yeah. The POV shot from the child. As you see his. Eyelids uh, lids close. Yeah. Close. yeah. Now, that's uh, some fine quality camera work right there. That's telling a story. Jesus Christ. I, I never knew I would long for the days of Jeremy Borash, yet here we are. I it was cheap. It was it was, it was cheap and stupid. And I mean, how are you gonna how are you, you gonna, gonna come back after that? Yeah. What how does how do the baby faces get revenge in this scenario? Do they kill the OGs kids? You like, have to, blood for blood, it, eye it, for an it, eye, run blood over blood little out. cholo. Uh for <laughs> run over little cholo. I don't know how 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 uh how it works. Are they gonna put a baby coffin on a pole match? Like what the fuck is the plan? Somebody here? call Suge Knight, get some yeah. ideas. And figure out how this shit's supposed to happen. Because I don't know. I don't know how you come back from that. And then that didn't even end the episode. Didn't no. it go back to Josh <laughs> Matthews doing the uh, the Owen Hart voice? Yeah, you know, trying to the Owen Hart voice and then say we got oh, a triple threat coming up. Man, how do you... If you're going to do an angle like that, which you shouldn't. But if you're going to, end the show with that. Yeah. Leave leave them asking questions. That's a it's called a cliffhanger. It's a pull through. It gets people to come back to the show. Because I that. know when they kill a kid who, by the way, had not been established on no. screen nope. at any time prior to this segment in just particular. A rando, just a rando child. Just a random child of which we have zero connection to. Yeah. They're just like, you know what we're gonna do in this segment? We're killing that kid. I'm running this little shit over. Oh, Jesus Christ. Decision at best. Yeah, yeah. I, I I feel bad for Josh Matthews. Uh, Josh Matthews is not very good at his job. I'm just gonna put that there. But it's made even worse when you have to do this. You, you ever hear the old uh, Casey Kasebrant? Yes, a million times, and it's the main. I can't oh. come out of these goddamn up tempo songs talking about somebody who's dead. Yeah, oh, somebody's God. dead dog. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, so good. And, he, and he's Josh right. Matthews was given the Casey Kasem scenario. He had to go from dead kid to triple threat match in yeah. one segment. Yeah, I, I will say at least on Lucha Underground, where they kill people weekly. Have um, they killed a child? Uh, El Hijo del uh, Pentagon <laughs> Senior? Like, <laughs> is that what happened? That would be Pentagon Junior. Yep, exactly. They killed okay, him. Right. Have they killed him off? No, 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 uh, no, no. He's still, he's still there and breaking bones. No, I don't think they've killed off a child. Um, they've killed off a lot of, uh, a lot of people so far. This season yeah. has been a bloodbath. Um, and then this past everybody's week, everybody's getting new deals elsewhere. They're yeah, gonna no. kill them all off. This, this past week, we had probably the greatest wrestling wedding of all time. Sorry, Macho Man. Um, but we can talk about that later on. But yeah, uh, at least when they do deaths, it's, um, it's. The whole universe is established as over the top and ridiculous, and it's right, mostly done right. off screen in vignettes, highly edited, which I guess that was too. But then that was it. They didn't come back to uh, uh, to to Matt Stryker and Vampiro being in the know <laughs> of what just happened and trying to say, "All right, well, Exolish is going to come out and do some splits on the top rope that's going to piss off Jack Evans because he's a homophobe." Like that's, that's, <laughs> that's not what they're doing, and they they, they separate it. There's there's a right. there's a separation uh, between uh, <laughs> between vignette and in ring, and yeah. uh, you don't you don't blur those lines. You're not fucking Robin Thicke. Come on, yeah, and that didn't work out great for him either. Uh, mm-hmm. Seriously, that dude's career went in the toilet yeah. after that song. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, not not a good look for Impact, especially after uh, having a few weeks of a, at least positive buzz for the in-ring product. They're yeah. just like, fuck it, let's kill a kid. Let's. <laughs> I don't. I, I would like to know whose decision that was. Yeah, that, that sounds like a Conan decision to me. I don't know what he, uh, uh, how in control the books he is or at all. But I that sounds like a very, uh, a very. Uh, Oh God, I, how do I say this without being racist? A very Mexican wrestling promotion way it, of it, handling it, something. It, I don't it, mean that as a racist. Well, I mean, no, to me, like that's the way they operate uh, yeah. a lot of the times in their storylines well, down south. AAA as a whole is a goddamn mess, and I, I could probably uh, talk about that a little bit as I did take some time to try to did watch. You? Uh, to try, that's okay. a new word. To watch Triple Mania over the weekend. Okay, um, but you know we'll, we'll we'll get into all that. Uh, you did mention Izzy. Uh, for those unawares, uh, the Bailey super fan of NXT mm-hmm. showing up in the crowd. Fame uh, is training or was training to become a professional wrestler. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things to to, to take apart in this. Uh, the the fact that she wrestled a, a fully grown adult, yeah, I know Kenny Omega did it, so apparently everyone should be doing it now. Uh, the fact that she took a, a really ugly looking choke slam, yeah. uh, even though she's only 11 years old. Uh, the fact that she was trained by uh, a a legitimate sex offender. So there's I remember that. that. Yeah, uh, there's that. Uh, good old chasing rants uh, going, going <sighs> right there. Uh, there's a lot to take apart, but I think all of it boils down to uh, one very, very key thing. Uh, I don't give a shit about Izzy. So therefore yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and move on with my life. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we, we have no emotional attachment towards yeah, this none. super fan kid, um, but it's, it's like Frank, the clown working matches. Cause he is, he's working uh, shows. I don't give a shit about it. He's a dude in the crowd. I, I know. Well, he's also banging Noel Foley or was at least, um, yeah. which is mind boggling on many levels. He um, doesn't strike me as, as, uh, the, the smartest cookie. So, um, maybe not, yeah. maybe not. I don't know. I, I have never noticed the side of her head because I can't stop staring at her tits. But, um, 
I, yeah, hey, hey, there. But uh, what it comes down to is an 11 year old probably shouldn't be wrestling. Yeah. Uh, professionally wrestling. I mean, there are yep. kids, you know, kid wrestling tournaments. It's like legit Olympic style sort of freestyle wrestling. Yeah. And that's okay because you're not getting suplex and choke slam and stuff like that. It's, it's mat work and you're just kind of being tussled around a little bit. Um, but yeah, you probably. I, I kind of got to question the promoter in this number one, the promoter, then, the parents, the parent. worker. Yeah. Like uh, what's, uh, I mean, you got to learn to say no to your kids at some point. Right. Although I'm wondering if this is like going to usher in a new era of, um, of stage mom and dad <laughs> state stage Mark sort of thing of yeah, like, you yeah. know, my, my dad couldn't, uh, couldn't cut it training. So he's throwing his kid uh, out there to get choke slammed by a grown ass man or something like that. It's just weird all around and probably shouldn't have happened. Very, very strange. I mean, there, there are definitely levels to this because, you know, uh, back in the early days of ring of honor, you would see, and more importantly here, the Briscoe's parents in the crowd. Cause you yeah. know, when they started ring of honor, they were 18 years old. Yeah. You'd hear Jay lethal's parents in the crowd. Cause again, he was like 18 years old when he started in ring of honor and they would get very much into the show. They, and, and so I understand this idea as, as you're putting it, you know, the, the Mark parents in the crowd. I'm totally fine with that. It usually also adds to the show because you at least have one group of people who are very, very much into the match. That's true. That's true. But an 11 year old, I mean, yeah, there are kids who backyard wrestle at that age. Uh, but Jesus Christ. Doesn't mean they should. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's a good idea. And then, like, who's the uh, athletic commissioner that uh, okayed that is, is my third question there. I don't think they have a commission in Florida. Oh, that's super. Yeah, yeah. Great. Well, you know, uh, they're, they're, uh, if we're getting to the athletic commission side of things, Maryland's really weird because they're still convinced it's kind of real. So, well, yeah. When I trained for up to a year for my match, there were some air <laughs> quotes in there for those listening to the audio. If, if the inflection of my voice didn't give it away. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was really checked. So it was yeah. like, oh, you did? Okay, cool. Great. Yeah. I know what the yeah, fuck I was yeah. doing. <laughs> it, it's weird. I don't, I don't much care for it, and it, it frankly makes me uncomfortable. But more so, the amount that people just decided we're going to debate this for like four days straight. Yeah. It's a fucking super fan. Like, just kind of go, well, that's real dumb, and move on. Funny thing about the wrestling business, if you don't actually show any interest in something, not booing it, not complaining about it, but no interest in something, right? everyone moves on it's true there's a ton of shit happening right now yeah yeah because i i'm gonna go ahead and, and and just say it probably for the next few minutes i'm going to complain about them making braun Strowman a heel the fact <laughs> is i'm going to be complaining about it therefore someone's going to think they're doing their job right because we're talking about it i mean on one hand that's not incorrect yeah yeah but... i mean you know, if, if if I were Bobby Roode right now, I'd be worried because that's the first time I've said his name on this show in weeks, <laughs> months. Yeah, Maybe. Exactly. yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody cares about him. But yeah, do you do we want to dig into this Braun Strowman thing right now and the yeah. Shield and everything? Yeah, uh, definitely a weird turn of events. So last week we were really very excited about the Shield reuniting, but the you know there were some questions coming out of that. Are they faces? Are they heels? Excuse me. 
what's going to be the deal between Braun and Roman? Yeah. Is Braun going to turn heel? Oh, no, that would be foolish. They've spent the past year making him the biggest face of the company or yep. one of one the, of, if not uh, the, yeah. well, surprise, surprise. He is going against the shield, but instead of making it like a cool shades of gray thing where he's teaming up with his buddies from the Wyatt family, or he's teaming up with, I don't know, Finn Balor, who he's a buddy right. with now and has a noted rivalry with members of the shield. Nope. He's teaming up with Dolphin Drew because the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, I, I, I really am trying to make sense of this whole thing because uh, it doesn't make a ton of it. Um, So, you know, like we said, Raw ended the week before on this hot, nuclear white hot awesome moment with the Shield reuniting. And then on this week's Raw, we just got Roman and then we got Dean and then we got Seth separately and they weren't the entity of the shield. Like, right. I don't, I don't want them to form like Voltron whenever they're needed. I want them to be there together. If you're going to do the shield, do the shield. Exactly. When one of them had a match, all three of them came out and, you know, enacted their, their form of brutality and justice. That's what we loved about the shield. And now we just went back to Roman Reigns with essentially the same shield theme song he's had since the shield originally broke up. And then mm -hmm. Seth Rollins came out to, to burn it down and had his match uh, with Kevin Owens, which we'll get into. And then Ambrose had a match with Jinder Mahal and they, they were all out there separately until the end when Roman was getting squashed by uh, Braun and Drew and Dolph. And then the other guys limped out to try to help. Like that's, that's not the shield. Right. Like that, that's just two, that's just three friends. Uh, helping each other out that's that's not the shield the shield is this special entity and and that's not what we got um but in in, in terms of of brawn i don't understand why you would um just reverse all of this momentum uh that you've had building brawn up as as this monster um face just because he's going to go against um roman reigns like and i'm not necessarily saying that turning the shield mega heel uh, was the answer, although I feel like it's a smarter choice than than doing that to Braun. Yeah, th it, that would have made a lot of sense to turn them heel because the fans want to boo uh, Roman. The fans have seen Seth as a heel. The fans would be probably very interested in a heel Dean Ambrose. That's what the shield was when they first started, you know, this badass heel trio. And Braun... It has just become like this this massively over guy. We just wound up with this kind of an egg fart of a trio. Now, on paper, you yeah. tell me that the match is going to be Roman, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose against Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, and Dolph Ziggler. That's probably going to be a very, very great match on sure. paper. But professional wrestling is not just about the matches. It's about the story that we tell on the way there. And this story is an egg fart of a story. Like it's, it's just, you could feel the crowd get confused by what they were seeing after that initial pop of, Oh, we're seeing a moment because that's what right. is so ingrained into WWE audiences when there's a moment to, yeah. to engage in it. After that, they were just like, wait a minute. You could almost see them be like, wait a minute. We like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it didn't have, 
you know, the effect of turning uh, somebody heel uh, on somebody that right. they had like a good, re- you know, like a best friend, like when Seth turned on the shield originally, right. um, you know, Bra- Braun kind of just left Roman hanging on this tag match, but Roman was already established to be his opponent and it's at hell in a cell. So it, there was no like emotional attachment that this betrayal set up this big moment. It was just like, oh, this, this is that, this is the way you're going with this. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it didn't didn't make a lot of sense, and it was incongruent with the opening of the show because you had right. Braun laying out the challenge like a man right. for a title shot, and he wants it to be in Hell in the Cell, so Roman's buddies can't get in there. Again, another great way to set up a heel turn for the Shield is that Roman's buddies get in there, but that's uh, you know I'm 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 going to stop hop- harping on the idea of turn Roman heel. It's very clear yeah, it's that's not, that's gonna not going to happen. Just there are so many different ways. It could have been face face. You know, the 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 guy who is the man with the title versus the guy on the way up that the crowd's behind. That would have gotten over, too. But instead, we have to basically drop Braun down a peg so that Roman can be, you know, put on this this pedestal as the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And and that doesn't get anyone over. Uh, no, no, you're you're kind of sacrificing all the goodwill you had built up with Braun to further push. I don't want it to sound like this, but the Roman agenda. But that that's essentially what's happening, uh, and and it's a shame. But at the same time, I still think people are going to cheer Braun Strowman. Oh, absolutely. But you know, if anything, it helps out. I guess Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre the most in this whole situation. You're you're hot by association just because yeah. he'll be palling around with Braun. Um, but yeah, the whole the whole sense behind the whole thing, there just do, it doesn't seem to be any right now. Yeah, and and, and you know, I I just think more and more about it. Yes, we're grown adults discussing this. Professional wrestling, they they try to grab the full family audience. They try to grab not just the hardcores like ourselves, but they want to bring in, you know, kids and all these things. Number one question kids love to ask is why? Why did right. this happen? Right. Why, why? When the storytelling isn't simple and congruent. Yeah. It becomes difficult to understand. Sorry, little Billy. I have no idea. Yeah, what I, I, I have no idea right why. Now. Braun Strowman, you know, the guy who teamed with a child at at WrestleMania. Uh, I have no idea why he hates all of you now. But as I threw out to our social media commenters, I'm 99% sure we're going to get Braun in a suit come Monday talking about how you people made him do this. Oh, God, I hope not. That's just the biggest cop out uh, promo of there can be of just being, you know, marking your intentions as a heel. I feel like he can just be the angry, aggro, intense brawn. Uh, with his nipples popping out of a singlet, um, that's that's the brawn that uh, that that we like and hope to see. I don't I don't want to see him in a suit. That's a that's a lot of material. <laughs> it, it it is a lot of material. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they got a lot of them from the Big Show. God damn it, that's what they're doing. They're turning Braun Strowman in the Big Show. If he starts crying, I'm fucking done. <laughs> but just just think about the the multitude of never ending turns that yeah. has been the career of the Big Show. Braun is, you know, the one A behind Big Show because he checks the same boxes. He mm-hmm. has the same amount of mainstream appeal of holy shit, look at that guy. Yeah. I mean, oh, god damn it. The, he could he could be so much more. And I will say, if come Monday they decide to go a little bit different, I will take everything back, which brings me to on the SmackDown side of things, uh 
they are seemingly listening to the crowd and starting to turn a corner yeah. on the Becky Lynch Charlotte thing. Yeah, it was much needed. Uh, yeah. And Becky with that, that fire. Oh man. Yeah. Like it just, it, you want to talk about intensity stone cold, uh, Becky Lynch. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what it is. That's what it yes. felt like. Yeah, it was, it was great. I was, I was sucked into that. Um, that was some really good stuff. And, and even before that happened, um, that may have been the best match we've seen from Carmella. I oh, think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she looked, she looked at, like a competent wrestler. <laughs> Amazing. Right. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, obviously Charlotte, Charlotte, uh, but yeah, um, in in terms of Becky, yeah, I, I think maybe they're they're kind of taking some of the reactions they put polls out on WWE.com and on the Twitter uh, and on the social medias about it. The funniest thing to me about the the polls that they were doing online, they got the first one of like, you know, are you behind Becky Lynch or whatever? And right. it was like 97% yes. Yeah. And then they did another one where it was just like uh, uh, an image and they're asking people to reply on Twitter and Instagram. Tell us how you really feel about <laughs> Becky Lynch. Like, you sure, guys? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, what you said the first time. Going, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. No, tell us what you really think about it. Yeah, not just if it's a yes no answer, right? Look, guys, we we, we don't we don't uh, mince words on yeah. uh, wrestling social medias. Okay, <laughs> this is this is what we do with our internet purchase microphones yes. right here. Yes, when we're talking exactly. about these things. So, uh, so yeah, I, I hope that they continue in the right direction towards this. Mm-hmm. Um, and she you came know, off like a star. She did. Just that that was the thing. She came off like a big time star. And for days and considering the amount of attention that the women are getting in WWE right now, we need women stars. Yes. Plural. Yeah. Beyond Rousey, beyond Charlotte, beyond Alexa. Cause those are the three names, you know, to put in front and center for uh, evolution. Uh, Becky's right there. And, yeah. and it just goes to show that if you listen to the crowd, things can work out really well. How do you think Oscar feels in all this? Well, uh, I think no one's ready for her. I think there's that <laughs> first and foremost. Really? Um, like everybody was at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I think she's getting thrown back into the mix. I think uh, they're they're running her versus Naomi next week. I think uh, that was uh, being hit. Okay. Her. All right. So uh, hopefully that's not totally done um, yeah. because, you know, I – I, I think we're both on record, big fans of Asuka, uh, yes. both, both athletically and in ring. And, um, and out of ring. Yes. Uh, and I think, you know, she can be rebuilt. I mean, it, Becky yeah, Lynch has been the perennial loser for three True. years now, two years now, whatever it was when she first lost the SmackDown women's title. Yeah. Um, this shows you just need that right bit of booking and you can recapture what was lost. So uh, it's true. maybe this, this could be a sign to uh, almost anyone who's kind of floundering in the WWE. If you get your moment and they let you shine, you can shine very brightly um, in unless terms of Ty Dillinger. Yes. Unless you're a Ty Dillinger, but let's be honest, that guy didn't have the biggest upside. Anyway, he had a hand um, gesture and uh, about as many, uh, years in developmental as his case. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah. Uh, elsewhere in the WWE this week, uh, in an angle that I'm not really sure where it's going, Kevin Owens quit the company. Yeah, that was the, uh, that was kind of out of left field. Um, 
pretty sure, um, you know, as I pushed up my smart glasses, that was just yeah. a storyline quit. And I think he, you know, I was reading that he had re-signed uh, a deal not too long ago. So he's, he's going to be back at some point. Um, whether it's uh, a repackaging, there were rumors floating around that Uncle Dave shot down that he may come back as a Paul Heyman guy. Which that would be awesome. But... It would, but it didn't make any sense to me because yeah. Owens is a great promo on his own. Yeah. So you want to, if you're going to bring Paul back, you want to have him with somebody, you know, like a Brock who is not a, uh, a known for his talking abilities. Yeah. Um, but with, back to Owens. Uh, you know, if if he takes a, a little bit of time off, um, you know, heals up his body after all the bullshit he had to go through in this Braun Strowman feud. Yeah, to put over Braun. Yeah, hmm, and how then that just now. to ruin all that goodwill and just to flip him <laughs> makes no fucking sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're going to move him to SmackDown, but he mm-hmm. spent a lot of time on SmackDown in that scene as well. Uh, I feel like there's more opportunities for him on raw with, with uh, newer matchups um i floated the idea of him heading back down to uh to nxt and not sure. as a not as a demotion but kind of as a um loose uh, cannon wild card yeah, scenario yeah. yeah exactly did i talk about that on last week's show or was i talking about that with some uh with my buddy mark off the air i don't remember uh, it was not on, on here. okay not right. on here. yeah i i think i think nxt um you know, obviously stands on its own and has a ton of talent down there uh, with an hour long show a week. It's hard to get everybody on there as is, but I think for, for somebody of a caliber of like a Kevin Owens, it's kind of, you know, run out of steam on on the main roster um, and needs to rebuild some heat or, 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 you know, get his groove back uh, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Get Tay Diggs up in there, man. Yeah. Just slide up in there uh, to just have him just, show up to uh to full sale and just mm-hmm. like wreck british strong style or wreck oh, yeah. like just somebody tino I, I, sabatelli yeah destroy yeah who cares about tino sabatelli destroy that guy yeah. you know have him, have him pop them. up powerbomb bianca belair for all i care <laughs> I, I i don't i i, I want to see yeah you know owens is that kind of uh he does have that loose cannon ability in him. And I feel like, you know, really cutting him loose and letting him go uh, and, and do that might be a good idea. It'll never happen. But I just, yeah. Throw it uh, I, no, uh, he, he could be there on NXT. He could be there on two Oh five. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. If he destroys and murders all the cruiserweights. Yeah. Holy just, shit. Just takes That's like amazing. five or six cruisers and throws them into a pop-up <laughs> power bomb together. Uh, he burns down the house for Lucha house party. Yeah, just, exactly. He, yeah. He basically just murders everyone on main event. Just literally oh. just sprinkle him throughout the shows. Like the what's it uh, this week in WWE on the network? Yeah. Just have the voiceover of Tom Phillips get assaulted at the end of the show. I mean, <laughs> there's any number of different things you could do to yeah. to, to just Ch- temper him through. Slam Kathy Kelly through a table. Yeah. You know? What the yeah. hell? It would be great. Have him show up at the finals of the May Young Classic. Yes. And, and, uh, yes. and you know, just have him murder Io Shirai legit yes. in the middle of the ring. Oh my gosh. It would be spectacular. Yes. She Kevin Owens for like everywhere. That works for wrestling. Yeah. Right? He's a free agent. Yeah. Just have him murder everyone everywhere. It, it is, <laughs> it is kind of weird though that we are promoting no less than three pay per views at the same time right now in WWE land. Because we're yeah. getting build up for matches for Hell in the Cell, we're getting mm-hmm. build up for matches for the Australia Super Show, uh-huh. and we're getting build up for matches for Evolution. Yes. And then the thing that's crazy is five days after Evolution, 
is the next Saudi Arabia show. Yeah, yeah. So the women get to work and then get a couple days off afterwards. Yeah, they're exactly. not going to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, that's a lot of that's a lot of big shows. And if you count, you know, the week or two, uh, you know, from SummerSlam in there too, that's a lot of big shows in a not very uh, large amount of time. Um, so you know, things are kind of bleeding over into other things and 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 stuff like that. Uh, we're getting, I guess, Bliss and. Bliss is getting her rematch at Hell in the Cell against Rousey um, because Bliss is fighting Trish Stratus at Evolution. Mm-hmm. No word yet on who Rousey is fighting at Evolution, uh, right? Yeah, or is not, not official not confirmed? Word. Okay, uh, all right. the, the rumor the, being the rumor is Nikki Bella. Bella. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently we are going to see uh, it, again according to the rumor mir- rumor mill Maurice versus Brie Bella at Ooh. Evolution. Uh, about evolution right now is if mm. i am in nxt or nxt uk this is going to be my night to shine yes uh, because between may young classic nxt women's title match and nxt uk women's title match like there is a wide swath of ability to just go all out and really impress some people because it sounds like the rest of the show is going to be a dog turd yeah man i mean oh, maurice and brie just yeah sounds yeah. very that, that is straight out of mid-2000s booking right there yeah and the fact that the matter is neither one of those were neither one of them were ever really that great in the ring yeah. uh to begin with so that's just not going to be uh not going to be you know five-star classic but you know i'm sure there will like you said there's enough talent that will be on that show to make the show um um watchable uh, yeah, watchable and probably overall pretty good, depending on, you know, what matches they give time to and what they showcase and, and stuff like that. You know, I mentioned last week, I, I want to see Rousey and Nikki Bella. I think that's going to be a really good yeah, match. Yeah. So um, if it happens. So. So, yeah, I mean, there's 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 stuff there. Um, But Rousey, what does she do on Monday? She came out with Natty and who was the third one? Um, There were three of them. Uh, oh, uh, no, wait, that wasn't it uh looking back i don't even remember i just watched it yesterday on hulu and i don't remember who she came out with tells you how how great that segment was trish it was trish Uh, was it trish because she came out for the elias segment oh but then then it turned into the trish was still in the ring for the elias segment by the way uh that i don't date women who are 60 line oh come the fuck on y'all elias bro (laughs) dude man homie (laughs) buddy yeah guy. yeah yeah you're 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 you're, you're kicking trish stratus uh out of bed for eating crackers even 2018 trish stratus who's still a smoke show you're yeah. you're smoking that good shit up there in toronto man because man dang yeah. dude yeah. come on yeah. um but that, that, was, that was that was a fun segment trish still real natural in the mic uh, just mm-hmm. her, her part of that promo was, was outstanding, but yeah. Um, so after that, uh, whole thing, um, it, it turned into a match between who was it? I don't even remember who was in the match. It was Natty and Fox. Uh, Alicia Fox. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it was Mickey James and Alexa and Foxy, uh, with, uh, bliss. Oh, I'm sorry. Not bliss. Um, I'm, I'm all fucking confused yeah. right now. I have, Natalia I with can't uh, spit it out. Natalia Rousey, Natty, and, and, and Trish. Yeah, but yeah. Natalia I'm, with Rousey and, and Trish on her side, uh, and uh, Natalia was going against Alicia Fox, who had Alexa Bliss and Mickey James on That's her side. That's the one. That's yes. what I was going for. There you the, go. The mind was there. The mouth was just bumbling farts. 
Yeah. You basically, you described how they end up booking every single women's segment. <laughs> so she's there. So then this one comes out and then that one comes out and then the other one comes out. It's just, it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, who's her tits walk, walks out and then uh, what's her name? The blonde. She does something. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty best. Pretty, that's pretty much it. You got five minutes. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, what else happened on Raw? We had the uh, well, Owens and Rollins had a fun, good match. Yeah, they had a very good match, which made the uh, the the quitting angle even stranger. Um, well, it's frust- you know, it's a frustrated thing, you know. Yeah, he lost all these matches to Braun in, in embarrassing fashion, and then you know, answered this open challenge in his home country. Yeah, even though he attacked Toronto because he's from Montreal, which was great. Um, Going full Quebecois. Yes, but then uh, you know, couldn't couldn't pull out the big one, so just uh just defeated and 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 quits. So yeah. you know, but the match was fun. Rollins, if he's gonna keep doing an open challenge, um I'm for it. I like it. It's yeah. a good gimmick. Yeah, uh, and of course we got uh, the return of the Rough House's favorite style of booking, which is the champions, the B team, lost a match to the revival <laughs> to give the revival a match for the titles, which they probably won't win. I god, I do something. <laughs> Do something, okay, guys. That's, that's the, especially when you compare it to the SmackDown tag scene. I know the SmackDown tag title uh, scene is awesome right now. Uh, they, fucking they, uh, Primo and Epico even look good. I know. Well, dude, Gallows and Anderson haven't been on TV in months, and they looked like hot fucking fire on yeah. Tuesday in that Triple Threat tag team match. Like, I like how they're doing um, little mini tournaments um, mm-hmm. to, to determine uh, number one contenders. I, I like that idea, and I like the idea of New Day uh, doing their own commentary, and I love the idea mm-hmm. of Biggie patting himself down with pancakes to stop <laughs> off the sweat. That is yes. that yes. is that is some choice some choice character work right there. But yeah, the uh, the bar defeats the clo- I don't know are they Primo and Epico are they the clones are they the Shining Stars who are the fuck whatever you want to call them they're, yeah they're those guys and uh, and the Good Brothers uh, to win that match and they will go against the winners of the Usos Sanity and Rusev Day I think yes Rusev Day which yeah. are apparently back together I thought that whole Aiden yep. English Rusev thing was done but they needed another tag team so hey one night only. Yeah, Maybe this, will, maybe this will be the final nail in the coffin for Rusev Day. Um, yeah, I would imagine the Usos would win that. Yeah, I, 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 I think at the end of the day, the Bar is going to to win it and go against the New Day at uh, yeah. Hell in the Cell. I, I think that's the direction it's going in there. Um, but also on SmackDown, uh, up until the finish, which you know continued the Miz Daniel Bryan storyline. Uh, Fucking Almas versus Daniel Bryan was yes. everything I wanted and more. Oh yeah, I could go for another ten minutes of that. Yeah, like I, I, there were a few chops in that match where you could tell Daniel Bryan was having the time of his life. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Dude's back at his element right now with the, such a supreme worker like Almas. That was a uh, that was some good stuff. And I like you know I, I like how there's a lot of uh, I'm kind of contradicting myself from earlier, but I, I like how there's a lot of uh, male female um, combinations right now, especially mm-hmm. on the SmackDown mm-hmm. side. You got you got uh, Daniel and Bree, you got mm-hmm. La- Lana and Rusev, mm-hmm. you got uh, Almas and Vega, and you got uh, Miz, Miz and, and Maurice. Uh, yeah, Miz and Maurice. So there's a lot of a lot of fun stuff that can be done right there. As as bad as I think that Brie against Maurice is going to be, I think the mixed tag at yes. Hell in the Cell is going to be a lot of fun. Right. Uh, speaking of Hell in the Cell and SmackDown, 
Is it weird to you that yes. the AJ Joe match is not in Hell in the Cell? Yes. But Jeff Hardy against Randy Orton for absolutely nothing is? Very much so. Like, I get it that Orton's been torturing and attacking Jeff Hardy for what seems like six weeks now. Um, but seems like six just, months. Yeah. Uh, just kind of strange uh, that, that they do, especially if Jeff is beat up and hurt. Yeah. Uh, unless they're planning on sending him out in a major angle in this. It, it's very, very weird. Or in a body bag. One of the two is going to happen. Um, yeah. yeah th- that doesn't make a ton of sense. And, you know, if I'm of I'm of two minds here. One, if you're going to have a pay-per-view uh, called Hell in a Cell, either option A, all of the matches are mm-hmm. in the cell or be mm-hmm. only one or two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The big, yeah. big matches, um, which I guess is what they're doing, but they're not putting the big match in there. Like the fucking AJ styles and Samoa Joe storyline is tailor made for a hell in the cell because it's gotten personal. They're attacking each other's mm-hmm. families. Mm-hmm. They're attacking each other brutally from behind. There's a lot of fire and, 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 and fervor behind their promos and everything about it. Just screams grudge match trapped in this massive structure, but uh, but no, just yeah, uh, just a regular match, yeah, just a regular match. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it'll be a very good match, even though we're we're going to get it yet again at the Australia Super Show, as already announced. Um, but uh, yeah, seems seems a little weird when the stakes are that high that uh, it gets kind of left out in the cold and also left out of the cold uh, this week for AJ Styles being dropped down to number two in the PWI 500 top 10. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, we have to talk about that. Uh, Uh, The PWI 500 came out this week. I don't have the full list of 500. Uh, I think they don't let that get out there because you have to pay for it. it. We did get the top 10. Um, I'm just going to say this right now because there's been a lot of debate online, including from the OG538 about this. I don't know if everyone realizes or remembers this, but the PWI 500 list exists in a weird space of reality and kayfabe. So it's not just the idea of who is the most popular in real life, but it's also in the world of kayfabe. Who has been most successful or done the biggest things this year? Right. And not only that, it's not a calendar year. It's like July to July or something like that, too. Right. Right. So uh, our top 10 for this year uh, were The Miz at 10, uh, Tatsuya Naito at 9, Cody Rhodes at 8, Roman Reigns at 7, Braun Strowman at 6, Seth Rollins at 5, Brock Lesnar at 4, uh, Katsuchika Okada at three, AJ Styles at two, and Kenny Omega at number one. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody could rightfully argue Kenny out of number one in this. Uh, the only thing that I could say to counter that is the idea that AJ Styles and Brock Lesnar are on bigger shows as champion. Therefore, you could argue, if you really wanted to, that they are more successful as champions. But, but, but you also got to put in work rates. Yeah, yeah, you you got to put in the matches and and everything like that. And you know that's not to say that Brock Lesnar's matches still aren't big events, which they are, which is why he's number four on the list. Yeah. But uh, Kenny Omega, he's he's the best bout machine. Uh, he won the title. He's you know he's the guy. He's the biggest guy right now. So obviously, I. I 
couldn't think of anybody else over this past year that could be number one but him. Um, and and AJ was number two last year, number two again this year. Yeah. Um, hard to argue him out of there, out of the top, uh, you know the top couple spots as well with his with his um, uh, work over the past year has been great. Mm-hmm. You know there there were some couple uh, you know his feud with Kevin Owens shockingly was not that great. Which Those, is- uh, there are some guys who just don't have the right chemistry, and I think yeah. that, that's where we were with them. It's it's like uh, I remember chris jericho and cm punk i always wanted them to have good matches and they yeah. never did yeah well that well that whole your dad's an alcoholic angle wasn't that great either yeah yeah not really wonderful um okada has broken you know most records associated with the uh iwgp heavyweight championship and has been you know part of so many different matches hard to argue him in the top three as well brock you know is there seth uh seth came up from number 16 to number five uh and that really um, just further proves how well his babyface uh, push has has been, and you know work rate has a ton to do with that. Oh yeah, he and also the IC title is the number two title in the WWE, yeah. uh, at least on the Raw side. So it would make sense that it would be in that position, you know, in the top ten because he is ostensibly the number two guy in yeah. the biggest brand and the biggest company in the world. Absolutely. And then Braun jumped up big. He came up uh, like 28 uh, spaces. Am I doing math? I'm not doing math right. I mean, maybe <laughs> I'm doing math right. I don't know. He was 34 and now he's number six. I don't know that asked me to do fucking yeah. math. All yeah. right. Uh, but yeah, and and that, you know, as we talked about earlier in the show, how great they had been booking Braun over the past uh, year. Uh, curious to see what where he ends up on this list next year. Um, Roman Reigns, number seven. He dropped down three spots. He was number four last year, uh, but he didn't really hold any titles uh, long this year. No. I think he had the IC title briefly uh, within the um, lifetime of this um this year being uh, under consideration here. Cody jumped up big. He was number 33 into number eight. Obviously his accomplishments, um, you know, even before all that happens, he's, he's yeah. number eight. ring of honor champion, getting yeah. title shots in new Japan pro wrestling, yeah. uh, becoming a, a top tier star on, you know, both sides of the Pacific. I mean, that, that that's really what it boils down to. Yeah, Naito, uh, number 12, who's probably one of the most over guys in New Japan, if not the most over guy. People fucking love him over there, man. Yeah, he's great. Uh, And his, you know, his bouts with Jericho and with Omega or not. not Omega Omega and Okada. Okada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because if we're going July to July, he won uh, G1 2017. So uh, that that would put him right in there. Plus, he's in the main event at Wrestle Kingdom, which, again, puts him on you know, a high peak in the business. So, yeah. And then the Miz number 10 and the, you know, the Miz is uh Miz's heel work as of the past couple of years has speaks for itself. He's just been, and uh, God, God tier uh, yeah. on, on the microphone uh, do, doing his character work and outstanding. So, so yeah, that's a, it's a solid list. I mean, I don't, I'm curious to see where somebody um, like Jericho fits on there. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Cause like you said, I, I haven't seen the rest of the list either. Yeah. Um, otherwise uh, curious where, um, well, Dean Ambrose is out for most of the year, so he probably won't be, won't be too high up. I don't know. There's, there's a, uh, there's a couple other people, um, I don't know. I want to find a list. Somebody send yeah, me the list. Yeah. I know somebody I, I, out there has the list. I, I would also like to see the full list if only because especially as you get past, say, 150, yeah. it gets real weird. Uh, there was a, a former CZW guy who was posting earlier today about how he's number 317 and he's been retired two years. 
<laughs> so that that to me is a real sick joy of the PWI 500. Huh. You just go into the deep, deep, deep recesses of right. that list and just see like who from what bumblefuck indie is coming in at like 319 or, yeah. or what have you. Yeah, like a Jay Lethal. I'm curious where he pops up. And do we put tag teams together or separate? Like is is Matt I, Jackson gonna be, you know, yeah. 85 and Nick's gonna be, you know, 72 or something like that? It's, it's... Yeah, I, I'm I'm not quite sure, but the fact is many of the more obscure parts of the five uh, PWI five hundred can be found this weekend at all in. <laughs> As all in fucking segues, man. yeah. There we go. Uh, all That's in cool. is this Saturday night, September the first, broadcasting live from Chicago, Illinois. First hour, uh, six p.m. Eastern time. Uh, that's going to be on WGN America. That's yep. all in zero hour. And that's got the over the budget battle Royal where 11 of 15 participants have been announced. Mm -hmm. The winner, uh, including your girl, Jordan grace. Yes. Uh, uh, and, and, and well, the, the most intriguing thing are the four spots that have not been announced, yeah. especially with news uh, this week about a uh, good old Benjamin slattery, no longer yes. being under contract. Yes. WWE. Yeah. Um, so, um, Perhaps Neville finds his way into the Windy City. Well, on, I don't know if Saturday. Neville will, but Pac sure is. Well, well, yeah, you yeah. know what I meant. That exactly. Slattery. Yes, yes. <laughs> that if, was, if that's his new gimmick, he's Mister Slattery. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. I want him to play the. I want him to be uh, Ben Kingsley's uh, <laughs> character from Iron Man Three, also named Slattery. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Slattery. I want them to be related, and I want yeah. them. I want him to work that into his gimmick. Fuck you. I like Iron Man Three. I don't care what anybody no, says. I, I'm right there with. I, you. I know you are, but there's a lot of people out there who don't don't like it. And I say to you, you're wrong. Yeah. People who don't like Iron Man Three. Uh, but for me, uh, it'd be awesome if if Neville is in there. Neville yeah. wins and then beats Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor title on the main show. Boy, the, that would be fucking hot, man. Yeah, and, and imagine all the eyes on Ring of Honor after that. The yeah. only reason why I would think that wouldn't happen is they just announced over the weekend that Jay Lethal is going to be defending the Ring of Honor title against Will Ospreay at Ring of Honor's uh, Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view at the end of September. That doesn't mean so, that uh, there couldn't be Pac versus Osprey. Now, I was about to say, Neville Osprey, Pac Osprey, whatever it ends up being. Yeah. That could be amazing. Hell yeah. But I'm just thinking, why Why do the uh, the tease on TV for K Lethal Fade, Osprey? baby, yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's Come fair. On. Uh, also, <laughs> show your hand. That's true. Also, on the pre-show, we are getting, uh, uh, weirdly enough, another match building to a match at a Ring of Honor pay-per-view as oh. we are getting uh, the Briscoe Brothers against the SCU duo of Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian. Yes. That's the head of Kazarian and Daniels going against the Briscoes for the Ring of Honor tag titles at Death Before Dishonor. Right, and Daniels is facing um, Stephen Amell on yes. the main card of All In. Mm -hmm. Um, they put a they put an interesting photo out today with the full full card. Yeah. Um, and if you know, we've been debating what would be the main event on that show. And, you know, I, I, I didn't even think about it. I, I was only thinking between, you know, Cody and Nick Aldis for the NWA title and Pentagon and Kenny Omega as possibles for main event. But the way the card photo that they tweeted out um it says that the tag match, the trios match with the Bucks and um, uh, Ibushi against uh, uh, Phoenix, Bandito, and, and Rey Mysterio. Yes. Bandito, not Flamita. I get them mixed up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those guys. That's looking like 
it could be the main event at this point. Yeah, and honestly, that's going to be the match to see, the match that's going to be hard to follow up. I don't blame them if they put that on last. Yeah. Um, but it, it it really is a very, very solid card. I know a lot of people are like, uh, Cody and the Young Bucks made everyone pay exorbitant prices to watch a glorified Ring of Honor show. Fuck that. It looks like a great fucking show. Uh, even Amel versus Chris Daniels could be really good. Chris Daniels is an incredible worker in the ring. I don't know, uh, Chris, if you've seen the promos he's cut recently on being the elite for the match. I have not. Uh, Daniels is cutting the promos of a lifetime on, about this show. Uh, he is such a, a an articulate talker, uh, and he's so crisp in ring. I think he's going to do a really great job of uh, carrying uh, Stephen Amell to a, a watchable match. But then again, Neville, uh, excuse me, not Neville. Uh, uh, <laughs> Neville will come up in a second. You'll understand why. Uh, Amel uh -huh. isn't that bad if you look back to his match at SummerSlam a few years ago. Right. It was him and Neville against, uh, I'm forgetting who Stardust teamed with. Uh, uh, shit. Didn't we just yeah. talk about this last week when we brought up Neville? It was weird. We brought up, we talked about Neville last week and then yeah. all this news broke. There you go. Yeah. But, but Neville does um, have ties to this show uh, as, as evident by that match. Barrett. Cosmic Wasteland. Yes, that's what it was. Thank you very, very much. Um, although no Barrett scheduled for the show yet so far. No, no. Uh, good old Stu Bennett over there. Yeah, uh, he's busy being the GM of uh, World of Sport. Yeah, that's doing swimmingly. <laughs> hey, hey, the ratings went up barely. Okay, all right. Hey, in the uke. An increase in the uke? In the uke. Yeah. The uke. Okay. The uke. Right, that's the thing. Uh, elsewhere on the card, we've got a four-way women's match with mm -hmm. um, Chelsea Green mm -hmm. uh, and three other women whose names uh, are Tessa right Blanchard. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Through the internet. <laughs> I had it right in front of me, too, and I, I just didn't. I clicked uh, Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Britt Baker. Uh, yeah, that's Mrs. Is, um, Mrs. Adam, Adam Cole, Adam baby. Cole, baby. And who, who is, is the fourth lady? Uh, uh, Tessa Blanchard, Britt Baker, Chelsea Madison Green, and Madison Rain. Who is also in the Mae Young Classic, which is weird. Yeah, very weird. Uh, under a different name, no less. Ashley Rain. Yes. As over there. Um, yeah, we got Joey Janelle and Hangman Page in a Chicago street fight, which should Dark be course for match of the night right there. Great. Yeah, that that and and then um, also I'm really looking forward to Okada and Skrull. I think yeah going to be pretty uh pretty stellar myself i i'm hoping this is a, a coming out party for uh squirrel if i can go back real quick to janela page this could be a career defining match for joey janela janela is on the cusp of being not just yeah. an indie superstar but like a, a a peak level indie name this could put him on the map if, sure. if they have as good a match as i think they're going to this could be out of this world Plus, um page is kind of on that precipice of the next level of right, uh, right. Of, of leveling up as well so yeah this one uh this one could really steal the show yeah uh, but it won't because you got omega and pentagon jr on there so that's true omega <laughs> versus pentagon jr uh should be a hell of a match i'm hoping pentagon's uh not too beat up heading into this because in chicago understandably there are a lot of shows going on not just the star cast that we were talking about last week uh aaw is running back-to-back -back sold out right. shows uh one of them's going on tonight with the main event of the lucha brothers of phoenix and uh pentagon jr against uh flamita and bandito uh yes. which i imagine is going to be an out of this world match absolutely uh, uh i don't know what the the card is for the second night but i know pentagon's on both so yeah he's working three nights in a row Whew, that, that's yeah. That's kind of rough. 
his style is not super safe either. So <laughs> right, right. Hopefully, exactly. hopefully he comes in uh, at, at least 80%. Yeah. Uh, but really, you're in there with Omega, who is, you know, peak condition. Yeah. You know, he's fully leveled up right now. He's he's a, he's a hair away from Super Saiyan. So uh, <laughs> either way, the match should be should be a barn burner. I think Cody and Nick Aldis will be a very, uh, very good traditional pro wrestling style match. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see Billy Corgan front row or, you know, handing the NWA title to whomever wins. It'll probably be Cody. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was going to say all the focus of the show is really on Cody. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day. Yes, I know it's him and the Young Bucks producing this show, but more eyes are on Cody. And the fact is, NWA is trying to make a big splash. And I know they have a big, uh, I think it's their 70th anniversary show planned right. for Nashville in October. What better way to tell the world the NWA is back than by putting the title on Cody Rhodes at the biggest independent show ever? Uh, yeah. Or at, 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 at least in the past 10 years. Yeah. Uh, I, I do I do believe it's going to be a, a Cody Rhodes win. I, hopefully, this is not some crazy overbooked bullshit. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's going to go either way here. Either it's going to be a straight up match that Cody wins, or it's going to be a parade of false finishes and dusty booking. I kind of I would love, and I know it's probably never going to happen. Uh, or I know not probably it's definitely not going to happen. But I would love to see Dustin come out and uh, and help oh, Cody. God. That'd be Cody so good. Win the title. Uh, I know Vince would never allow that. As far as I am aware, Goldust is still under WWE contract, so probably not going to happen. But uh, that would be that would be very serendipitous uh, of of a moment for yeah. the NWA uh, title out there. And then, uh, yeah, the, then the trios tag match. Is that all the matches we hit them all? Yeah, yeah, we we hit all of them. Uh, the trios tag match, probably the main event. Um, I think it's Matt Jackson uh, has been fighting the flu. So we'll see if he's at 100% come showtime. Yeah. Um, thankfully, he is not booked throughout the week leading right. up all in. Um, well, I mean, they're the organizers. They have a ton of shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to do a show and yeah. put on, the, you know, this whole thing. There was a really good, uh, just to plug another podcast on our podcast, I listened to Jericho's chat mm-hmm. with uh the bucks and cody they recorded it after dominion but they just released it this week because they were talking about the origins of all in and how it came together and how you know everything is done uh by committee with you know every booking had to get three thumbs up from the three of them and there's a lot of nice little uh, or fun little um uh you know backstories of stuff in there if you have like an hour mm-hmm. to kill on that podcast as i recommended yeah uh, in that same regard the all us uh show that has been oh, yeah, online. I should watch that. Um, I, I, that's a production of uh, Dave Lagana and the NWA crew okay. uh, leading up to this show. It's been a really cool behind the scenes, helping you understand if you're not a fan of these people already, right. the process that went into booking the show, giving a spotlight of the different talent that are going to be on the show, and, and really giving you a, a, the appropriate uh, amount of homework in advance of uh, what you're going to be seeing on Saturday night. Now, there are a multitude of ways to watch All yes. In. going to run through those real quick because you're probably wondering, after all of this talk on this show about this event, if it's going to be any good, and if so, how can I watch it? There's many different ways. One, uh, that first hour is going to be on WGN America. If you have cable, you can just go ahead and watch it. Two, you can get it on traditional pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually looked on my uh, my cable setup. You can order it straight from your cable box, cable box on Verizon. I think it's 35 bucks for the show. Um, 
you get to watch it live, no replays, yeah. that sort of thing. Uh, Fight.tv seems to be the main way that they're pushing watching it. It's 40 bucks. If you are a first-time uh, user of Fight, uh, you can sign up through our link. Go to bit.ly slash roughhouseallin. You'll get 15 bucks off, so it's only 25 for the show. Uh, and you can watch it unlimited time. So it's a wonderful bargain. Yeah, so uh, a great way to do it. Plus, hey, uh, you support this show. Uh, yeah, we, we, would, we would appreciate you doing that. Uh, but you yeah. can also watch on Honor Club, Ring yep. of Honor streaming service. That'll be streaming live on Honor Club. Uh, and it will be available on demand on New Japan World. Not live, but yes. after the fact. You can watch it on New Japan World yeah. uh, as the other option there. Yeah, a, a tip for those signing up for New Japan World. Japanese subscription services are weird. They charge you on the first no matter when your subscription started. So if you're going to go ahead and get all in on New Japan World, wait until September 1st to sign up. There you go. So you don't get charged twice. Exactly. If you sign up today, well, guess what? You're getting charged in two days and they aren't going to prorate you. Yes. Um, also, but, who charges on the first of the month is Patreon, which we suggest you sign up for. Yes, Patreon.com slash the roughhouse podcast. We will be, or uh, by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be already posted. We're going to be talking to um, uh, Razor Hawk yes. from Chikara on yeah. our Patreon. You won't have to, to pay anything for that one. We're going to give you that one as a free, as a freebie. But while you're there, check out all the other cool tiers of stuff that we have, including uh, exclusive episodes, video versions of these episodes. I've been doing uh, best and botched uh, recaps of Lucha Underground that are all up there. Christoph's song of the day. I, you, you, Marty, you should go back and watch the one that I posted, uh, I think, on Tuesday from mm -hmm. a Russian band called Arcona. Um, it's, uh, it's ridiculous, the video. Um, there's also the SGW stuff up there, which yeah. is Southern Gentleman of Wrestling daily updates from that. Uh, what else do we put up there? Uh, we're going to have uh, some Rough House redos coming your way this weekend, mm -hmm. uh, or at least one this weekend and uh, more down the line. Maybe another erotic wrestler fan fiction. Uh, yeah. Q&A. We're, we got a whole bunch of stuff up on the Patreon, so definitely spend some time perusing that. Yeah, a rough house uh, podcast. Just search for it on Patreon.com. We got a bunch for you. And you know what? Christoph is putting in a lot of sweat equity into this. Uh, he is the unsung hero of this show. Uh, well, I get the money for it. So well, that's, that, that's true. That's, but what I'm saying is you you produce every episode. You write up these amazing SGW updates, which uh, I... I they they remind me of PWI updates uh, back in the eighties <laughs> and nineties. They're they're absolutely wonderful, and and I enjoy them very very much. Uh, you dear listeners, if there is something that you'd like me to write about, so basically Zach, you can turn off the show now. Uh, <laughs> I I feel like I should be contributing something more. I don't know what I can bring to the table, but I'd love to hear what you listeners might want to hear from me. Anything anything? <laughs> that, you're, look, you're very knowledgeable in the uh, realm of pro res. So yeah. uh, you know any. Anything that you would like to uh, to add? I'm not. I'm definitely not going to fight you on that. Yeah, but um, what you will fight me on, though, Chris, is if I start contributing, what percentage of the Patreon money I get? Absolutely nothing. Well, there we go, folks. You just heard it here first, because Chris has to get his Hobbit pop on. Fuck you, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Team Zach. <laughs> the rough house podcast is a weekly podcast follow us at roughhouse sgw on twitter and facebook.com slash the rough house podcast become a donor to the rough house at patreon.com slash the rough house podcast and check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital u c e g j two one 
N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase l, capital D, N, 7, lowercase c, 3, lowercase r, lowercase f, U, V, Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. And Marty? The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. You saw what the McMahon family did for Daniel Bryan to turn him into a business acceptable contender. Here's what we'll do for you. We can turn you into a corporate entity that people will respect, will fear, and will pay attention to. Someone that draws money. Someone that sells merchandise. Someone to be one note. Someone to shove down the crowd's throats. So you've got long hair, and you can bounce around the ring in exciting ways. What you need is jean shorts, colorful t-shirts, and a salute. Let's just say you're an indie darling, and people are really looking forward to your debut. El Generico. Here's what you need. A bright t-shirt, the most generic of salutes, and jean shorts. McMahon McMakeovers. We have Arizona jeans on speed dial. Now say you're someone in a tag team that was really lighting up the indie circuit, and you're looking to make it in the big league. We'll fire your partner, give you a salute, slap a colorful t-shirt on you and give you the freshest pair of jean shorts you've ever seen. Or say you have thousands of moves, everything from figure four leg locks, missile drop kicks, brain busters, to shooting star presses, plus great Greco-Roman mat skills. That's not what you need. What you need is a shoulder tackle, a bright t-shirt, a salute, and some jean shorts. McMahon McMakeovers. No color is too bright, no salute too generic, no shorts undenimed. Maybe you're a stewing, brooding, dark, mysterious character from Parts Unknown whose backstory people are dying to know more about. Well, how about we send you off to visit some sick kids, give them a salute and a bright color t-shirt, and you're going to be wearing jean shorts. At McMahon McMakeovers, we can turn you into who we need you to be. McMahon McMakeovers. 